So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Hey guys, welcome back to Hosers. I don't know what Thomas is doing with his hands there. Just <laughs> getting ready. Oh, you're nervous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 50. We're here. We're ready to rock and roll. We're in Toronto, Ontario, Canada yep. for episode 50. Home of your Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's been a really shitty intro. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think after 50 episodes I would have figured it out, but... Tonight's uh, podcast is brought to you by Enhauser Bush, Budweiser, and Bud Light. Thank you. Thank Three you. Cheers over the mic. Cheers. Oh, we are in Toronto recording in person for the first time in a while. Like you already said. I know, just for the people that are joining a little late. Maybe their iPod wasn't working for the first few minutes. <laughs> their iPod. <laughs> yeah, their iPod. There's like, there's, they're using the scroll wheel. <laughs> there's like, it gives you the volume right now. Chris always has great intros. I gotta get back. Um, but yeah, so it's episode 50. Uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Thomas and Carter, in real life. Hello. What's up, boys? How's it going, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It kind of throws me off when we're in person. Yeah. And there's no, like... Like a uh, washing machine and no dog barking. We're in a nice office with exposed brick and pot lights and... The Amsterdam room. The Amsterdam room. It's, it's a, a reclaimed wood table. Oh, goodness. <laughs> post and beam here. It's insane. What I love... Building an atmosphere. <laughs> Let me tell you about this table. <laughs> this table was on Kijiji for two weeks before it was claimed. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm yeah. getting. But uh, we're excited to be back for another episode. Episode 50 is a pretty big deal. Um, when Carter and I started the podcast, uh, what, almost two, it three? Was in 2017, I think. Yeah, I think so. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We're two years in. Yeah. Um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure if we'd get to 50 episodes. I wasn't sure if we'd get to five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went back and listened to some of the old episodes and uh, actually went back and named some of them as well <laughs> because the first, like, 20 episodes didn't have a name. <laughs> Uh, they were just like episode one. <laughs> oh, I love episode three. Uh, so I titled them things. Uh, some of the, the some of the titles are pretty stupid. Because what, what did you title the one with uh, Daniel? Uh, Dan Wilson. Yeah, I think I just called it Danny Wilson. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, our fans should know. Yeah, yeah, just so they know. Yeah, <laughs> and there uh, are a lot of you guys all spread out over the world. Special shout out to our friends from the United Kingdom. Oh, Thomas, you like playing footy <laughs> with those people? <laughs> hey, sure. I love it. Anyways, Carter, I'm going to ask you a question. What has been, like, the most enjoyable part of doing this podcast for 50 episodes? For 50 episodes. We're going to go around. Okay. You go first. Um, honestly, just a, this is a good excuse to... I think this is... It's, like, half sappy, half, like, 
preaching to people who want to start a podcast. This is not to compete. Obviously, <laughs> we don't want to crush you in the ratings, but but like it's been one. It's been a good excuse just to like I have to talk to Chris and Thomas, and I have to see Chris and Thomas. <laughs> and it's like well, no, it's good because like I like I'm sure if any of my close friends or acquaintances like are listening to this, they know that I'm terrible at keeping in contact. Like I get tunnel vision with work and with life, and I like put my head down and I don't listen to what's around me so it definitely keeps me like grounded and keeps me talking about one of my favorite things in the world with my favorite people in the world and it's it's good it, like it's a good supplement to real life and it's also it's also a good testament to like if you just want to do something then go do something yeah I like, agree it's all we have is a MacBook and a microphone, and before we had a MacBook and a microphone, we had an iPhone. <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah was it's true. As easy as that. Like, we wanted to do something, and we slowly built the tools to do it. And it just goes to show, like, if you want something, we'll probably have to edit a lot of this out. But no, I don't think it, so. I, it's a nice sentiment. Like, if you just because we haven't talked about dicks in the first five minutes, it doesn't no. mean it's a bad. And we broke. Um, but yeah, so like anyone out there that's like, oh, I don't know if I like have the tools or whatever to start a podcast, just whatever you're passionate about, just talk into a phone and record it and see who bites, right? Absolutely. We're really dumb, so I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we've been able to do it and have like a little bit of a following, and I mean, I mean, mostly five star reviews, <laughs> is that good? Is, is the following good? like 10 people? No, I mean, here's the thing. Joking aside, since we've uh, been the main podcast on TLN's well, the roster, yeah. well, the is there another one? <laughs> the Leafs on deck. Oh, yeah. They're more of a Marley's podcast. <laughs> okay. Leafs. I would never disrespect you hear that, Mike? Mike and, um, you know. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob, <laughs> yeah, Jacob. Jacob Staller, please. I know who he is. Um, but uh, other than Leafs on, and Leafs Geeks, I guess, technically as well. I don't know if they're still... Two great podcasts. I don't know if they're still on the web page. Here's what I can tell you. Every time I listen to Leaf Geeks, there's a voice that comes on every few minutes. It goes, you're listening to Overtime Media. <laughs> so maybe not. Anyways, we've, yeah, Love you. the, uh, like the listens have gone up tremendously, which has been really fun. Um, Thomas, I know you've only been doing it for like half of the time, but what's been like the most fun part for you? Uh, probably saying something and then immediately regretting it and then not <laughs> nice. like having in my head regretting it and then not telling you to edit it out and then, and then just, I'm just like ah it was whatever you're like oh, here we are <laughs> okay yeah dicks. I feel the same way I know for me like like Carter it's you know a testament to just three buddies having a good time and I, I hope that you guys see that you know we're not dressing anything up like this is authentically like who we are as people and did someone say that no 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 just like I mean I I, I the, the people that I work with for example or, or you know friends and family and stuff like that like they know this is like true blue me yeah and you know you guys as well by proxy um but it is definitely funny we we're we we're talking about the idea of how like people can be you know, one way on the internet, be like very uh, extroverted, but you meet them in person and they're like the fucking weirdest person you've ever met in your it's life. It's like everyone on Twitter. Basically everyone on Twitter, save yeah. for a few of you who I, I know were... Not all of you. Not all of but most people. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 exciting, and I, I, we've got lots of big plans moving into the future, and uh, this is just the beginning. So, boys, to 50, 50 episodes. Again. One more 50 time. 50 more? 50 more. Just 50 more. Well, I think at least <laughs> 19 true. more episodes to get us to 69. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And then... We, we can, if we have to quit, we can quit at 69. So, right. if we do... Let me let me count. Sorry, you guys just talked That's 19 us. episodes to so 69. So, yeah, from, that's doable. from to, From today... I think I can commit to at least 69 episodes. 19 weeks, Tom. So that'll bring us to the end of the season. <laughs> I think it that's, the, that's the last week of November. Oh. No. Ah, <laughs> Do the math there, too, because we'll probably say we'll come back every week, but we'll have, like, a month hiatus. Well, since since, <laughs> since hopping on with TL, TLN, we've yeah. been doing every week. Well, that was the commitment. It's in yeah, the contract. Yeah. It's in the, con- the, that's the contract. That's why it's the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in any case... Uh, lots of fun and uh, yeah special shout out to TLN for uh, helping keep the dream that, alive that, uh... um, let's get into some hockey talk um, if I hear one more hockey podcast say well it's not quite the dog days of summer but it sure feels like it I'm gonna fucking snap your MacBook <laughs> in half I'm not even joking dog days of summer bro it is fucking the middle of july and it's transactions like the actual dog days are like january february right well like dog days of summer happens. for me are august where like nothing is oh, yeah, august. august hey dog didn't the carlson trade happen in august last year i don't know Semantics. there you go that's like a month's worth of content fair enough <laughs> months Anyways, listen there's a lot of that boys there's a lot of exciting things to talk about and i want to just quickly go through a couple free agent signings that had happened recently uh, JT Comfer, RFA for the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. signed a new four-year ticket for three and a half mil. Oh, it's kind of high. Do we care about that? It's kind of, but it seems like a lot of money for so him. You'll, you'll probably go on and be like, pretty much any forward that was an RFA that scores like forty points ish. It's like everyone's getting signed for like bridge deals, like just over three million. That's yeah, it's like the going rate, just like. Comfort. I think Donato signed a similar one. No, Donato's AAV is one point nine. Okay, uh, which might be one? like uh, there's a couple of them. Uh, Probably because he played sixty nine games in twenty eighteen. Donato, uh, no Comfort. Comfort. Yeah, Ooh, that's actually. That's probably why he got three. I mean, it makes sense. That's that's the math. Math checks out. There's another uh, RFA recently. Burakovsky. No, he. Uh, That's a one-year like oh, oh, bridge uh, three. Verana, Verana, yeah, yeah. got two years at three point six. I want to say. Uh, uh, let me like do that. a quick fact check. Three point three five. I suck. Um, but yeah, that's like the going rate kind of that, especially with the Kapanen and Janssen ones and Kerfoot. Yeah, and then like, uh, what are some other guys that got something? But yeah, it's basically like the the tier B, like the B tier of RFAs right now. Right, they're kind of getting paid that. So. Are we confirming Marner for three years, 3.690? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. If you play on the fourth line, you'll score 40 points, and there you go. Fair enough. That's what. Rock and roll. (laughs) Um, But you know what really fucking grinds my gears? When a player has um, an established number in the league, and then (laughs) they just decide to change it. You know what I hate? It's it's infuriating, really. When a player changes their number to someone that played there for three months, it shows disrespect. And, and to a legend yeah. who played... Are you guys talking about 
does it rhyme with Lilium? Me-lander? Me-lander. Me-lander? Lilium Me-lander? So I'm going to just basically say what I said on Twitter the other day. I'm back, bitch. (laughs) And that is truly, um, if you are sitting in your basement and you're feeding into this fucking narrative for or against, if you're contributing to this conversation, I want you to put your phone in your bedroom. (laughs) I want you to put it on the charger so you don't miss anything later tonight. And I want you to go walk your dog. Yeah, just take a walk. (laughs) Go to the beach. Go to Canada's Wonderland. Go, you know, for our our listeners in Scandinavia, go to the Lego place (laughs) in Denmark if you want. One of those, like, train trolley things. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, if you're not adding to the discussion in a meaningful way, I'm looking at you. Who is mad about the number oh, change shit. that we can publicly go after? I forget now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fuck you. It was like the, you know, it was like the like old like boomer Leafs Twitter. Like, like Toronto uh, Baghead? Yeah, and uh, who's the... Yeah. Farmer Rob? Yeah. Is that one? Cool. Yo, fuck you, Farmer. Love that. <laughs> Love that. I don't know. I forget. There's another one. Mike or whatever with like the Polish flag in his... Mike Argello? Yeah. And like, it's so, it's so weird to me. Like, I thought it was just a Twitter thing. And then like, when I was like, okay, this will like be a today's thing, I guess. And then I was watching the Jays game. And... After it was done, I just left it on. And then Sportsnet Central started. And they led... With the fucking like William Nylander story. Oh my god! I was like, he's just changing his number. Like no one, when Jack Eichel, who like is arguably a higher profile player, yes, he and the captain, and the captain of the Sabers, <laughs> yeah, he just changed his number from fifteen to nine. Yeah, and it was like one day it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, whatever, he just changes. I guess he likes nine because he, I think that was his BU number, right? Or BU. Yeah, that's what he wore yeah. when he played. So like, yeah. Um, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, I got a push notification from two outlets within five minutes, Yahoo and The Score, that said, Eric, like, something to oh, the effect of, Eric Lindros wishes William Nylander good luck with number 88. Yeah, and, I today, go, right? and I go, oh, so we're in July, right? Because yeah. this is not a news story. <laughs> this is fucking so dumb. Uh, but anyways, here we are. Um, I think 88's cool. It I was sick. hoping he'd wear 88 when he came into the league because that's what he wore in Moto. Was Lindros the last 88 for the Leafs? Yes. Yeah. So. I know, like, 88's sick. Like, he wears it internationally. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Well, he wore 21 internationally, too, I think. That was when, that was in 2017 when he won the gold, right? And I think the MVP, so. MVP and yeah. then did the, the, the Lundquist jump. Yeah. That was 21, and then the most recent one was 88. Yeah, and he also wore in between 39, 62. Like, he's had a few numbers. Listen, if the guy wants to wear 88, just let it happen. I know you guys are still going to buy the fucking merch. So am I. (laughs) You know what? If anything, go find a jersey for, like, brought down in price because it's a 29, and then get Willie to pay for it. There you go. You're making money. You're making money. (laughs) Economics. I love that I can yell here. Because if I was at here. home, Robbie would be like, shut the fuck up! Or Puck would go crazy. Or he'd yeah. go ballistic. Or the laundry machine will. Or the laundry machine. Or the cat. Yeah. Or, oh my this god. This is probably the nicest sounding. Yeah. Closer's episode. 
totally offside is going to be absolutely it guided. Be out of his mind. Because I know he listens for the ambient yeah, noise. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. Maybe there's a bit of an echo in here. Do you guys want to, like, I don't know, fart in the microphone or something? Yeah. We've been cheersing. It's been a hosers episode. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to, like, uh, I don't know, put something on vibrate and... Yeah, we can just start yeah. making noises. Yeah, there we just go. Just the Anyways, so that's been a, a you know pretty ridiculous thing. Um, what are some other things that are going on these days? Um, an actual hockey thing. The well, we were on the Sabers with Eichel, so I yeah, guess, let's keep talking about that. Uh, they pretty much revamped their whole blue line in like ten months. No, no, less than that. Montour was a. Uh, Trade deadline. Trade deadline thing. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not super hot on Montour, but like... But he is hot. Yeah. Oh. For the record. Um, and then they recently traded the Yokohari for Alex Neilander. Yeah. And then the... Obviously, Darlene. And then the Colin Miller trade as well, where they just gave up like, what, a second and a third? Yeah. Futures. Dude. They basically like... I forget the Montour trade. I think it was a first... Yeah. It was like a. F- it wasn't a lot. They had three firsts this past season, this yeah. past year, and they gave up one for Montour, and I think it was like a twenty twenty second and something like that. prospect or something like that. Brad uh, uh, Gooley, I think, went the other way. Oh, uh, who well, uh, I, I, was I, playing for Rochester? Yeah, I kind of like Gooley. Um, his, his brother is sneaky good. He's going to be drafted high in the next couple of years. Where is he? I believe play? his name is Caden. Caden Gooley. He plays uh, for a team that is green. It's not coming to me at the moment in the WHL. The Broncos? The Oil Kings? Not the Oil Kings. The Oil Kings have that weird New Jersey. I know. Uh, it's the green in the Green in the dub? Caden Gooley. I'm trying to remember. Just Google Caden Gooley. Seattle? No, he doesn't play for the... Does he play for Prince George? No. Prince George, George, George is yellow. I mean Prince or orange. Caden Gooley. He's 16 years old. I must know where he plays. Let's this see. is riveting. This is good podcasting. Uh, Oh, there's green. a green jersey. The Raiders. Caden oh, Drewley makes me Caden yeah, Drewley. Is it Prince Albert Raiders? Oh my god! <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> the, yeah, the Prince Albert Raiders. Sick. I love Ian it. Scott represent. Oh, it's my sweet, sweet boy. Brett Leeson. Um, I hate the Raiders jerseys because they're they, suck. yeah, they look like the uh, something you can make in two K. I love it. Same with the Oil Kings, the new Oil Kings logo. Oh my fuck. It looks so bad. It actually looks like those like NHL pre made ones. Yeah, straight up. One's like a cartoon whale and then like Yeah. And you're like, I can't start my franchise (laughs) with this. The fuck is this? Um but yeah, anyways, Ghoulie went the other way. Older But yeah, like in just futures pretty much. And uh yeah, like two okay like BC level like prospects. Yeah. They just got their whole right side of the defense kind of figured out. And then they have Versailles just hanging out and they'll probably trade them. It's kind of gross um, because I think it was uh, Rachel Dory and Dim Filipovic talking on the PDO cast, either, I think it was today actually, it came out, talking about doesn't it just seem like Ristolainen would go to, uh, to Edmonton for Nugent Hopkins? It seems like that, but, like... <laughs> Doesn't that almost seem too good to be true? I mean, yeah, but it's, like... Dude, I don't think... I honestly think the Oilers wouldn't do that. Because who else... They... I think even at their point, Holland's, like, decent enough. Like, yeah. paying attention to Detroit... Yeah. For, like, in-depth 
like I did before. Holland knows his like forward depth at least. Yeah, Holland. He not knows Charlie. like he knows like what players to kind of like. Okay, they're not going to trade their second line center. Yeah, because then you're stuck with like Drysdale the second line center and then no one else. Yeah, like I wonder Weird how long it'll take Edmonton to like wash that reputation off of them that Shirelli left them with for making stupid trades. Make the playoffs like two years in a row. Yeah, that would probably do it. Yeah, but risk the line and obviously seems like he's the odd man out. Yeah, like it kind of just makes sense, and I I could see a team like. I don't know, like the Ducks maybe panicking with like the older core that they kind of have. Yeah. Um, like they're just trying to make something of like Getzlaff and Kessler, or Kessler's out for the whole year, but like something with Getzlaff and yeah. Fowler and their and defense shit. has been their right side's like decimated a little bit. Over well, the last, not decimated, but well, yeah. Since Monter's gone and Theodore left, or Theodore's left, but like what about a trade Cam Fowler for Rasmus Ristolainen? But he's right-handed, too. No, he's not. Fowler? Fowler's left-handed. Oh. Who's on the Ducks' right side? Um, Hampus Lindholm's left-handed. He's left-handed. Um, so Fowler is considerably less creepy-looking than Nugent Hopkins and Ristolainen. Okay. <laughs> like, Carter's bringing the heat you know, on yeah, this episode, to, oh, baby. Yeah. You know, I, uh, a Nugent Hopkins Ristolainen trade would, just be, trade would just be like, okay, let's just trade one... Creepy guy for another. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, risk the line and, um, I don't know. I know the stats are not good. He's so bad. He's so bad. And I, and I think that, and I'm definitely not the first person to say this, but there is value for a 25-year-old 6'4 mm-hmm. right-handed defenseman. Well, yeah, and he's also been stuck in Buffalo. Like, and I know... Tampa Bay has been a rumored destination. What about a guy like um, elite playmaking center Tyler Johnson? Ooh. And maybe like race, yeah. and maybe like an Anthony Sorelli, like a bit of a sweet. Oh no, I would I would say Sorelli is better than Johnson right now. Okay, so Johnson. So I would say Sorelli is the centerpiece, or maybe Johnson because he's a higher cap in Buffalo's space. Right. So maybe. Can you find out what Tyler Johnson's cap hit is? Five mil. It's five mil. Okay, so it's almost a wash because I think Ristolainen's like four and a half. Yeah. It's like the Riley it's like contract. like four, four or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Johnson kind of makes sense. And then you add like, I don't even know what prospects they have left. Like they Who? Made it out Tampa? Tampa? Oh, they could do like um, Radish or Kachuk. Or Foot. Or no, I think they value they Foot. They value Foot? Yeah. Um, they could do... Are um, still talking about trade for Ristolainen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Oh, it really is the fucking summer. But I think Jesus. Buffalo... I think Buffalo's gonna do something... Another move before camp. Yeah. To kind of sure up their forward depth. And then, honestly, the Atlanta's kind of... Like... Boston might take it down... Like they could. Well, and they also upgraded up front too with Johansson. Um, like Buffalo, Buffalo has yeah. has made some moves, right? Yeah, it's not terrible. Like you could see, but I think we were we having this exact same discussion last year about Buffalo. We like, were, yeah. but they're but they're like, moves, oh, they got Jeff Skinner. But their moves last year was like it was Skinner, and then they also 
like it was middle stat. It was depending a lot on middle stat yeah. stepping up, and he was shit all all year. Yeah, it's because he doesn't play like with any. Like I'm not saying that he. I'm not saying middle scat. Middle stat Scott. is middle scat like shit because he's not good. Um, but he he's just like not impressive. And I know it's not. He was impressive like the world juniors. Yeah, when they played outside. Yeah, and he wore a balaclava. Yeah, that looked cool. He should just do that every single. <laughs> he just comes out wearing a balaclava. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my so god! On this wrist to line, and th- I'm just like looking at his numbers here, and he plays a lot of hockey. Yes, he's led the say he's le- led the Sabers in minutes for like three years, right? Yeah, like he plays a lot of hockey. He's a consistent forty point a year. He's terrible defensive. Like he's, that's I, the, he's well, I know that's but like I'm saying like is this a product of Buffalo or a product of? Because like I don't know how not he to was, mention like in the SM Liga, but like. Is this just a product of him being on a shitty Buffalo team? Like, if we look at his 2016-2017, he was only minus 9, played 79 games. So maybe they won't move him. But I think, and like, like, I like what you're saying, though, because could it be that Buffalo's goaltending is such shit that that probably doesn't make it look any better? Well, that's what I mean. But I, like, think, I think, no, his, his defensive metrics that are bad are, like, shot attempts against him. It's not really goaltending. Does so he suppress shots well? No. Which is God, startling no. for a guy that's like 6'4", six, six, four, four, yeah. 15 or no, two. No, he, he's like a, just like, here, come in to my crease, please. Well, like, come on, like, you know what he sounds like. Should I come into my crease? <laughs> <laughs> I, heard a Thank really, you. I heard a really funny Swedish <laughs> accent the other day. I couldn't keep oh it. God. Uh, uh, but yeah, like, let me, let me pull. He you actually doesn't really talk. sound like that. I heard him on... Whose podcast was it? John Scott has a podcast. Oh, really? And he did an interview. He actually talks like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes, I was in Finland driving my car very fast. <laughs> the thing here, we have to... <laughs> He's not Scarface. <laughs> 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 Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let me, let me pull some... Okay, shit. while you're pulling that up... Colin Miller, obviously, he's been a new addition to their blue line. We're going to get another year of Rasmus Dahlin, um, which is which is exciting. Man, I wasn't impressed by Dahlin. The no. other thing that layers Dahlin, into Buffalo. Late season Dahlin was so much better than early season. Well, obviously. it's easy. Well, yeah, but it's like he yeah. he got so much better when but he I guess kind like, of stopped paying attention to Buffalo. The other thing that you guys aren't really considering is that now that they have Dylan Cousins, like... Who's uglier between Dylan Cousins <laughs> and Rasmus Stalin? Oh my god. I just hope Dylan Cousins grows into his head. Let's look at Because it's. Oh yeah. He's got a melon. No, Dylan Cousins is cute. He's just like a cute little little boy. No, that's Casey Middlestat. Well, Rasmus. Okay, Dylan Cousins, like, is kind of. Normal. Can you pull up a picture of Henry Yokoharu for me? Okay. Because that was a pr- okay. You you say your piece, and then I want to talk so about Henri for on ice expected goals. Yeah. So like, it takes into account a lot of like distance of the shot, <laughs> uh, player position, and everything. So expected how much to go. <laughs> the difference. So not even just defense, but his the difference of offense and. He <laughs> <laughs> just showed me this. Funny picture of Henry Yokoharu. Oh my god! <laughs> can you pull up Henry Yokoharu and Alex Nylander side by side? Oh my god! And then we can find out who finally won the trade. So, Ristolainen is 
bottom 15 in expected goals difference and then expected goals just against so this takes into consideration of uh, okay. like ice time and everything Ristolainen is bottom 20 okay so he's like just so bad defensively that he kind of just brings everything down mm-hmm. can you um, give me a water actually yeah same thing. In, in a beer too. Okay. Holy Sorry, I'm, double, dem- I'm demanding. Double fist in it. But yeah, it's just been... He's just not very good. Like, he might be better on a better team, and we'll see. So that's why I think kind of the Sabres might be smart and keep him for another year. Maybe. And then, I don't know where he'd And play. just, like, play him in, like, sheltered minutes and well, pump yeah, up his like, value a little bit. Because they like could they, afford to shelter him now, couldn't they? They, they might realistically put Yogahari down in the A to start the season. Yeah, which he finished the That's year fair, so for, like, with Rockford. Um, anyways, I think we're done with the Buffalo Sabres blue line. All right, okay, one last thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the wild card. 100%. Like, if Boston takes a step back. Yo, Buffalo, Toronto, 2 3. Yeah. That's gonna be. That was the series, and like I think in December, that was where Buffalo was at. Yeah, when they were like, still Buffalo scoring tried goals. to make a climb, and insane. like they were, they dropped off like crazy. Yeah, but, like yeah. Um, I remember like two months in there, people were talking about more Toronto Buffalo playoff series. Be wild. And I was wearing my uh, my goat head for a little while there. Dude, best jersey ever. Yeah. So I I had a Pekka one back in the day. Beautiful. It was so good. I would wish you had a Barnaby one. Oh. Made both of my I have the home in the away one. I should get Barnaby and Hashik. Yeah. Not a good or McGillney. Oh. Now we're cooking with five. Is Pondville on the team then? Mm, was it rookie year? Might have been. Yeah, it might have been rookie year. Yeah. God. A couple of other things that we wanted to chat about tonight was we wanted to talk about Don Jerry coming back. Hmm. Steve Simmons wrote an article. Um <laughs> Might have been a loss for words. Do you think his family is proud of him? No. Don Cherry? No, Steve Simmons. No. no. <laughs> like, dude, he's not done. What is Why do people about? in media keep getting opportunities with white when they act like this? Um, Specifically, the the white men the white in particular. Men. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like. There's this like, brand of, like, sports media that are, like, old, crusty white dudes that are just, like, <laughs> complain about when their donuts are fucking taken away from the press box. Like, yeah. I that's don't know, a real just, fucking thing that happened. And, like, Steve Simmons is just such a fucking jackass. It's unbelievable. So there's, a, there's an article on the internet. Um, Steve Simmons is a big, dumb idiot. And James Merle knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? It's, it's a great no big secret that Globe Mail sports writer James Myrtle was once oh, a writer here at Battle of California. It's even less of a secret that his colleague, Toronto Sun sports writer Steve Simmons, who has never written for Battle of California, <laughs> would like to point out, is objectively horrible at what he does. <laughs> Dude, it's honestly. That's like, hits the nail right on the Also, head. how the fuck, okay, you know what pisses me off, like, not the most about Simmons, but I never really read him, and then, like, since he's, like, been dropping off random shit about, like, Marner and just, like, rumor shit. Yeah. How the fuck does he write? Like, his structure doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, yeah. it's, like, a, a phrase, and then dot, dot, dot. Like, another random, like, oh, Marner, like... Yeah. Oh, parents are really involved, dot, dot, dot. Is he Matt still... Just, like, is he still with the son? Yeah. Yeah, well, like, well, that's, that's probably... probably doesn't know... Yeah, probably because their readers have, like, an IQ, like... <laughs> 
That's the, how Their readers only buy it for the sunshine girl. Hello, <laughs> ladies. What do you think they need to read his articles? They seriously have like sunshine girl McKenna loves her dad's she lo- collection. She, she loves air and sleeping. <laughs> she, she, she aspires to be alive when she's forty five. <laughs> sunshine girl Clarissa loves drinking beer and riding the waves at her cottage in Muskoka. She loves top down jeeps and calls herself a country girl because she blew a guy in an F one fifty. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I don't know. Would you she let Jr. and <laughs> <laughs> would you let Steve Simmons blow you in an F one fifty? Steve Simmons, twenty fourteen, by the looks of it, maybe. You're like, mm. I don't know. Twenty sixteen was rough for that for that bond. Um, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Obviously, this stuff with Don Cherry is pretty ridiculous. Um, I I do not profess to be a Don Cherry fan necessarily, yeah. but I will say it'll be fucking weird when he's off the air. Rightly or wrongly, yeah. it's going to be very weird. Well, what did Steve Simmons write? Because I remember there, like Don Cherry called him useless like a few years ago. Well, it's basically... Because like, they've been feuding, right? Yeah. I don't Who do you think would win in a street fight on Spadina Ooh. out front here? Cherry or Simmons? Yeah. Simmons has kind of like got himself into shape, but <laughs> Cherry... Cherry was rock and sock him for yeah. a few years. I'm sure he, yeah. I'm sure Cherry can take like 80 punches before he falls down. Yeah. I think Cherry would Bertuzzi Simmons. Oh my God. <laughs> he just like turns. Yeah, turns. That. He goes, hey, what's over there? Just, <laughs> is that Russian? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking beat the wheels off him. Is Quiback? <laughs> no, he's not. So no, I remember reading some Steve Simmons shit on like, is Kawhi the best pro athlete ever? Oh and then it was just like, no, he's just the best Toronto athlete. Well, he, and yeah, he was basically just like, like Toronto um, fanfare while they're in the playoffs. And then he like immediately. I think Josie Alvarez has something to say about that. Please. <laughs> and then he wrote an article immediately after oh like, God. why would Ka- Kawhi Leonard go to? To the uh, Clippers, and I was yeah. like, "Well, I don't know. Toronto media is objectively not good. Yeah, and no, just, it's not. And yeah, that's true too. But it's also the Clippers, and he's tired of Toronto basketball. stalking him. He just wanted to go home. But <laughs> I just so I don't know. The thing with the thing with the article was yeah. that he made assumptions that Don Cherry wasn't coming back that were unfounded, and then this caused the media to freak out and everybody to go, "Well, who's the next Don Cherry?" Could you see a scenario where there's no court coaches corner? I, yeah, I yeah, I don't. If he leaves, I don't think they're gonna do it. I, think I don't think they can. I think they'll just do two panels. Yeah, yeah, like they'll just do. Just please maybe, maybe like a different segment for the first intermission. Do like a sit down with like Ron and. Oh, like, See, I don't know that. Sit down, like, not so coach's corner where it's like, yeah, like kind of in the actor's the guild with Ron McLean. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like, but it's like those two like chairs. I guess like hanging out on like chairs in the set on like a different. Right. If you think it of, can't like, be the same set. It can't be like. If you think the course about like as soon as like he couldn't skate anymore, Rock'em Sock'em stopped. I think Rock'em Sock'em's still a thing. No, it's not. I think it, it? still. I think it was up until recently. Oh my god. I think it may Google, still be Google a thing. But I was thinking recently about how, you know, when we were kids, do you guys remember Satellite Hot Stove? Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, I fucking hated that shit. I would, like, go brush my teeth or something while it was on and then watch the third period when it was done. But 
there is a segment that um, I enjoy that I think would take the place of um, Coach's Corner, and I think it would be pretty effective, and that's the after hours of Scott Oak. Okay. If they maybe moved that into the second time slot and did the um, the uh, you know the Nick Elliott Chris Johnston yeah. um, in the first period after the first period oh and so that in the first they switch spots and then they put the Scott Oak thing in like the second chill kind of yeah where it's like an interview with somebody or even you know who else I think is like actually quite good is Tara Sloan yeah with the um, hometown hockey segments yeah I love Tara Sloan. and she's also an absolute rocket 10 out of 10 she was in Joy Drop what you're looking at me like she's not hot look she's her up she's so hot I know I'm well, saying I just Thomas. Said I love Thomas Tara is giving me judgy eyes just really quick well, before we get off Rock'em Sock'em 2018 was the last one holy shit First one, 1989. The year I was born. I'm 30. Wow. You're a Rock'em Sock'em baby. Yeah, I am. All I remember about watching Rock'em Sock'em, and I feel like what makes this hard is that I know that he says bad things, but like Rock'em Sock'em was like such a big part of my life growing up. Oh, huge. And that's where I'm like, like we'd uh, wait for the I new know. one. We'd watch it all year until the VHS burnt out. Yeah. And, and you got to hear him say things like, Tabarachi when you go through like all the goalies. I love that shit. So you wouldn't be surprised that I've never seen. Of course not. <laughs> Holy fuck. Dude, we used to get the Rock'em Sock'ems on VHS and DVD as we got older uh, for Christmas gifts. And we'd watch it. And it was crazy. But like, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that he has to go. Because he can't yeah. do the things that he's done Because we now. need to see more of Tara. Because we need more Tara. There you go. So, Thomas, yeah? Yeah. Honestly, the Ron and Tara dynamic is pretty sick on Hometown. Right. So, there you go. CBC, or not CBC, Sportsnet. Heard it here first. Um, yeah, that's good. My, uh, a buddy of mine who I used to play in bands with uh, works on their set for Hometown Hockey and travels all over Canada. Cody? He said, yeah, he said Tara Sloan is the coolest person on the planet. Oh, probably. I don't think, well, he doesn't listen, I don't care. Uh, I heard a story that they one night went out to the strip club after like playing in one of these places and she bought the entire crew shots. Yo, Tara. And she's like a legend. Sure, if you are listening, my number. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's it. Yeah, she seems cool. Yeah. And I mean, they need to get more women in there, yeah. which I think is important from a representation standpoint. And not have Pierre McGuire belittle them. Yeah, exactly. But Kendall Coyne Schofield is also, I mean, she'd be yeah. on like an American broadcast, but she's really good too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a like, lot of people that. As long I, as like Peter McGuire stays away. Yes, yeah, as long as that would be the kind of. And let's. So this is the blue line, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, Offside. Just watching <laughs> that, I was like, oh, no. He's such a dumb fuck. <laughs> so we talked about that. Um, we know it's got to happen. You know, we've talked about a problem, and I feel that we've done a great job at presenting um, a solution. solution. And I feel good about that. Yeah. For episode 50, so I think it's right. getting euthanized next year. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah, I, that's what Steve Simmons was saying. I've been <laughs> in with Sportsnet producers, so because one of my profs is a the producer for Tim and Sid. 
Okay, rock and roll. So, so yeah, just start. So leak, I'll just leak, keep leak on episode like episode fifty to your prop. We we okay. have talked. We talked about the Don Cherry thing. Okay, class, but yeah. Speaking of Tim and Sid, I want to throw something at you. I was on the Tim and Sid set. Okay, last week. No. And it, is, it is tiny. So you might be a little biased, but I'll throw it out there to you guys. No, I'm not. Tim and Sid or Jay and Dan. Jay and Dan. Oh shit. Jay, say Jay so Dan. Jay and Dan, I listen to. I actually listen to their podcast. So do I. Um, it's good. Like some stuff, it's like whatever. Canadiana, like whatever. That's the shit I like. Yeah, I think it's, we're called hosers. We are called hosers. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim and said they kind of go more in depth, like sports wise. Yes. Like I don't listen to Jay and Dan the podcast for sports. For sports, me neither. I listen for entertainment and stuff and just like talking nonsense and then like Tim and said they do go into that but then sometimes they say stuff like I think before they left on vacation Sid was like well now they have to train Nylander it's like well no yeah Sid is a bit of a high take artist I I feel like that's like classic TSN versus Sportsnet though like they just have they just say like definitive things just to get it out there well no I like so whenever I watch TSN I'm like okay I'm gonna watch like a highlight reel or I'm gonna like yeah like it's never like Sportsnet or Sportsnet. Like they have like the like they have all of like the in depth. Like they kind of go behind the scenes and things like that. Where yeah. like TSN is like they do and don't. It's tricky. I mean, if we're having that discussion, TSN versus Sportsnet, that is a very yeah, complicated that's one. a huge dis- like. I feel like TSN is like consumer sports and sports like center Sportsnet is like fan sports. I think Sportsnet has a. Uh, it feels like because of its Rogers, and yeah. although Rogers and Bell are comparable that way, they just feel like they have deeper pockets for things. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I mean, a lot of that's because they have the NHL rights. Yeah. So as hockey fans, we may see it that I way. Think TSN is more entertainment focused. But that's what yes. I mean. It's that's consumer versus. Like, yeah. yeah. That's so actually it's a good more. Point. It's more like I would I watch their trade center stuff. I watch their trade deadline stuff. Yeah, well, you wanted to watch TSN's draft coverage, and I was like, no, we're watching yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah. And um, then we settled on NBC. I yeah, think. I, I think that was day two. Day two is NBC. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just uh, I don't know, man. Like Sportsnet, I watch some things. I mainly just watch Chase games because I don't actually have cable. Yeah. Um, we got a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm logging to my parents' oh, right. cable, cable thing. Yeah, I do the same thing for my dad's yeah, account. Easy. I'll put it in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to change my devices on the yeah, back thing. Yeah, and then, you just yeah. got to remove your dad's device so that you can put yours there. My sister's phone's there. Like, yeah, and my dad's like, hmm, I can't get into my own account. Interesting. <laughs> I know we were talking about uh, irrelevant uh, old fucks. So yeah. we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Ken Campbell of the Hockey News being Ken. upset. Thomas, break it down for us. So Ken Campbell, editor of the Hockey News, basically uh, it's like that no one reads anymore. <laughs> um, I only read it. Yeah, only read it for the articles. No, uh, as part of my Apple News subscription, oh, Hockey okay. News is included. So, well, and I and and. No joke, I actually like Matt Larkin and Stephen oh, yeah. Ellis and Jared Clinton and go. Ryan Kennedy. Basically everybody except Ken Campbell. So Ken Campbell got his like uh, knickers in a twist 
over uh, the Stanley Cup. I guess it was Fabry who like had his dog eat out of it. No, that's not even the dog was in the picture, not even oh. eating out of the Stanley Cup, like on the ground. See, I, I don't have a lot of the background because I wasn't. I've been out of the. Sorry, I know a lot about it. Been... Do you want me to read the tweet? Yeah, yeah please, yes, please. Okay, so read it in an accent. What say accent? fucking a lot. And do you want the no, just read it normal. Read it like how you think he would say it. Because he's, he's like an old white fuck. Um, he sounds like this. <laughs> he actually does. So the Stanley so his first tweet was Stanley Cup champion Vince Dunn used part of his day with the cup to visit the hospital for sick children in Toronto Saturday. Here he is with Sick Kids Ambassador, child prospect and cancer survivor Owen Brady. Um, then his next tweet is I'm sure the next guy from the St. Louis Blues who gets a Stan- Stanley Cup will be thrilled that Robbie Fabry's dog dogs were eating spaghetti and meatballs out of it on Monday. It amazes me how the NHL allows, nay condones, players treating the cup like it's a dog bowl. Doubling down on my tweet from last night, the Stanley Cup is not a dog's bowl or a toilet or feed bag, so stop treating it that you way. Wrote my fucking, blog. You wrote a fucking... <laughs> fuck. You wrote a full, like, column <laughs> on, like, the mistreatment of the cup where, like, in the 80s, they, like, had strippers shit in it and then did blow out of it. Yeah, like, exactly. But, dude. No one knows, or the like, times that it got broken. Dude, the fucking bottom of the ocean. Like, yeah. Everybody forgets that there's, like, three Stanley Cups. Yeah. There's yeah. Not, like... There's the Hockey Hall of Fame Stanley Cup. Yeah. There's the cup that goes with the players. Yeah. And then there's the NHL Stanley Cup. Right. The real Stanley Cup's down the street. Um, Yeah, but at the end of the day, for me, the thing that's, like, the most ridiculous about it is that we have this situation where Chris Draper's daughter had diarrhea in the cup. Also that. (laughs) And Ken Campbell is so mad. About the fucking dog. dog. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, that's what that cup is for. That cup is for meet and greets. That cup is to destroy, like... Dude, my my sister sent... I tweeted about it, and I think I deleted it, but uh, my sister sent, a, what, like, a picture to our WhatsApp group, our family, that she was clubbing on Saturday, and the cup was there. So like, yeah, did I not tell you guys this? No. I think it was the day after Jordan Biddington... Uh, but so was with it in Richmond Hill, and then she was downtown for, uh, like just like clubbing with one of her friends, and it was like, just uh, like the cup was just like on a table. Oh my god! So uh, she she thing. didn't recognize anyone other. Like the like, actual the Stanley blues. Cup is like handled with white gloves and right. Yeah, like it's that obvi- like rightfully so that cup is to be treated. Like that's such. That's the living room in your Italian grandmother's house that right. is wrapped. Yeah. In plastic, like a plastic. <laughs> yeah, no, like, straight up. But the other cup, like the other cups, that's your gather living room, like or that's like your kitchen, <laughs> yeah. like it's your basement couch. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the living room where, like, if your husky takes a shit on the floor, you just leave it for a bit. Yeah, you pick like, it up when you're done playing NHL. And so, yeah. someone who's been Speaking around hypothetical <laughs> as long as Campbell, you'd think he'd know that there are multiple cups for that reason. Yeah, it's and probably so, because he remembers the Stanley Cup when it was literally just the silver just bowl. The bowl. <laughs> And he's like, oh, ho, ho. yes, we we had quite a time playing. St. <laughs> Peter and I, we had... <laughs> we beat the Montreal Maroons that day. <laughs> Mary Magdalene, the Mary Magdalene <laughs> came over and shook her ass in the Stanley Cup. We used that bowl to bring water from the lake to the village. <laughs> you know, when Jesus turned water into wine, he did it in this here cup. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I hate him. <laughs> 
Oh my god. But yeah, it was just fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. But that's what happens when we're in the dog days of summer. Yeah, people just get upset. They don't fucking write about, like, it's not, like, content worthy. Like, but it is, though, because it obviously stirs people up. We're sitting here in July talking about. Like softcore porn on our hockey podcast. Oh, we got nothing else to talk. About. Oh, we didn't even talk about the AHL. What? Oh we... my god, we have to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we that. didn't talk about that last time, did we? No, because it happened the day after. Okay. What happened? Don't you remember the AHL push notifications in the? Oh. <laughs> that's like all that. So that's what we've been reduced to. Is that's all that's going on in hockey? But that is probably the coolest thing that's happened in the hockey universe in the last month. Yeah, well, it actually true. got like Deadspin to write about it. So. Did Deadspin write about yeah. it? Interesting. I just find it funny. Like, here's the coolest things that have happened in the offseason. Kadri trade, Panarin, AHL push notifications, Ken Campbell being upset, and Steve Simmons being upset. Those are the... Those are the five. Well, and the sixth one would be uh, Leafs Twitter fake outrage about 88. Okay, yeah. yeah. Would be my number six. Oh, and the seventh one would be uh, every single hockey organization in my entire fucking world doing the old person face app. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. That'd oh be my the seventh one. My family did me. I'm a hot old guy. Are you? Yeah. Can we Dude. take a little sample? Yeah, hold on. I saw I look, Thomas. I look sick. Do one of you guys have the app? No, no. I deleted it. I'm talking shit, but I, I want to like, see what I look like. I, I just don't want to get I don't yeah, want to get malware on my shit. Yeah, they're talking about <laughs> Russian bots and shit. That's me. Yeah, you look like a oh, snack. Wow. Yeah, you do. You're My, a uh, Emily said I look like uh, Tim Allen in Santa Claus. So yeah. I, I look like I just got home from the Jimmy Buffett concert. Let's take a look. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> Dude, you look like... Uh, you look like... Uh, you know who you look like? Uh, uh, you look like you, but you look like... You kind of look like, like your dad, kind of. I know, it's scary. You look like, Steve, you look like Steve Olsen. Who's a old uh, skateboarder? But, Steve uh, Austin, I think he means. No, Steve Olson. I know Steve Olson. Remember when I yeah, saw Steve Olson? Yeah, kind of. Steve you Olson. look like you're in Sons of Anarchy, dude. Oh, I hope so. Sons of Anarchy, Barry Chapter. <laughs> Barry Chapter. No, I look like um, not a. How long have we been talking for? Quite a while. Should we wrap? Uh, we can if we want. We have one mailbag question because people fucking hate us. Well, that's not true. Okay, I have one thing to rant about, though. Okay, let's hear it. There's a recent... <coughs> I guess we have to hit our daily requirement, or weekly requirement of talking about Marner. Okay, fine. Um, but you have to do a Darren Ferris skit with me right now. Improv. Like, <laughs> you do kind of look like Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Sexy bitch. Okay, let's do... So, Reef's Chub... Uh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> they they asked us a question again? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, had, they had a tweet and I made fun of them. Uh, <laughs> this is like a while ago, but they basically said, like, they want, like, the Marner to sign a crazy offer sheet and then the Leafs to get all these picks back and then the picks be, like, all busts. And I was like, what? Oh, your thought, favorite yeah. team, they're your favorite team and you want them to, like, yeah, be shit. Like, this is the NHL right like, now. Like, what the fuck do you like? like oh my God. This is what I don't get about them. I get like, did they just get fucking ratioed or what? <laughs> I, I didn't check the tweet and screenshot. I hope they got ratioed. I, yeah, because okay. that shit objectively makes no sense. I don't know. I'll, I'll call them out. Fuck. Um, I just think like, regardless of the outlet, regardless of the writer, regardless of really what team you cheer for, like. 
this Marner shit is driving everybody crazy. It's again. fucking it, like it, it better not turn into another Nylander thing. Dude, it's or, yes. or I'm moving away from Toronto. Elliot, Elliot already said he doesn't expect it to get done before the training camp. Okay, well go then I'm that. moving away. I'm yeah, go, I'm then gonna, I'm gonna take up fucking cricket. And now, yeah, Chris every, and I are moving to Calgary, every, and we're Goudreau fans. Like yeah. yes. every uh, like Carolina fan that I follow is like, well, like as soon as that shit came out, it was like, well, it's perfect. That's why I would sign the I like I would sign the offer sheet to get this like shit out done with. Yeah, like yeah. To actually having like, off season. What like, is he like? How much more is he actually gonna gain by holding exactly. out? Exactly. Like, and like he's it. not gonna make more than McDavid. No. So. so I'm pretty sure the Leafs offered eight years at Ted Mill. Which is insane. Which is the Eichel deal, is it not? Eichel's, yeah. Who would you rather have right now, Jack Eichel or Mitch Marner? Mitch Marner. Eichel. So what I would want Eichel to. Really? He's a yeah. center. Uh-huh. He's a center. But that's the crux of all of this is yeah, that like why, are paying, shit. why are we paying... Why are we paying... curly-haired bullshit. Yeah. Why, are we, <laughs> why are we paying an amazing winger? Don't get me wrong. Probably top three winger in the game. Yeah. Top five winger. Top... 50. 10 winger in the game like a fucking top-line center. He's Dude, not he, as, he wants as much money. He wants three years. He wants like five years at 12 mil. It's like you're getting paid... Like, you're not getting paid more than Panarin got in... Free agency. Like, unrestricted free agency. And he could have got more. He could have got more. Like, a good winger is very underrated, though. Like, that's the... I I agree that I don't like the center versus winger argument. Yeah. Because a play-driving winger like Marner has been... Fuck. Bless 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 you. you. Well, that's what I mean. Play-driving wingers are few and far between. If you look at, like, say Kessel... Kessel's not a play driver. No. He can be. He can but be, not but he's not. Generally. Not his, his, play, his playmaking was very underrated on the Leafs. Yes. But I Tyler. think... Yeah. He's uh, passing it to Tyler. Exactly. That's what I... Tyler! 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 But no, like... Uh, uh, <laughs> good one, Randy. Good to, one. If you listen to everyone talk about Martyr, they're saying he's like one of the most creative players in the game right now. Which he looks like that way, but it's also like... I, he, it's because he doesn't have the responsibility. He is one of the like most entertaining players in the league. But entertainment versus like what you see on the ice versus results yeah. is also a big thing. Where like he doesn't like drive play as much as it kind of looks like because he has Tavares who's Tavares is like double teamed all the fucking time. Yeah. Right. Like if he was partnered that's why he looked shit with like Bozak. Could we Because no one gave a shit. Could if Nylander was given the same opportunity that Marner got last year with Tavares. That's okay, I've actually been fucking thinking about that. Nylander would put up, like, 100 points with fucking Tavares. Wouldn't he? Like, I think Nylander, like, is actually a play-driving winger. Yes. Because he, in the corners, 100% better than Nylander. Yes. Because he actually, despite what some outlets think. (laughs) Under pressure, when Nylander's under pressure, he doesn't give the puck away. He can actually make that play. No, I know. I know. Like, I... But that's the frustrating But the, but the thing is that you don't really see Nealander with the puck a lot because it's Matthew's line. Mm-hmm. Matthew's likes the puck on his stick. Matthew's kind of drives that line. Right. But Nealander's perfect on that line, too. Yeah. But I think if it's a, in a bubble where it's Nealander and Tavares and Hyman or whatever, like, I think Nealander gets a fuck ton of points and more goals. Yeah. 
Like, well, because he's got a better shot than Marner. Yeah. Like, a much better shot than Marner. Yeah, and somehow fucking Marner got 25 goals. I just, I don't know. I'm torn because, is it like, am I souring on Marner as a player because he's going I'm on? trying. To, I'm trying to find a balance because I like Marner as a player, but I don't think, like, I'm also so, like, pro-labor, like... The league should be run by players more than its own. Yeah, shit. Like, like kind of what the NBA is. Mm-hmm. But it comes to a point where like you don't fucking deserve like to be paid the highest. Like you don't, you're not getting paid the highest winner. Like ever. yeah, like and especially as a restricted free agent, there's a reason why restricted free agency exists because your team has control over you and controls your the destiny player. more and, or less. And yeah. see, I'm like, I love and like. People who like have listened back. I love old world, new world hockey, or like old hockey, new hockey. Yeah. I'm a big believer in resumes. Right. Like, he doesn't have the resume to. The, but, and that's the whole thing. Is like, if he was, if this was just unrestricted, and say he's a year away. Yeah. Sure, he could re- request like 12 mil at this point. Like, yeah. If he had what he had last year and does it for the next four years. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Like. But it's also, like, it's just a nature of the game. Like, if you look at how the, I know it's a completely different sport, but how baseball set up is, like, yeah. you play your three years, you're getting paid bullshit, 500K, and then you go into arbitration. In your arbitration years, you get paid on basis of just last year's performance. Yeah. So based on last year's performance, that one single year, or what kind of the, like, the negotiator thinks your value is... And the team picks a number, the players' agents picks a number, yeah. and the the negotiator has to pick one or the other. Yeah, I think it's that's a reasonable system that the NHL could do for the next year, where it's like players coming out of their ELC is eligible for arbitration right away. Yeah, and that way, like the Nealander thing would never happen again. Martin would never happen again because if it was at a stalemate, they would file for arbitration get paid a one-year $5 million contract or something yeah. because it's based on just a resume. Yeah. And then you'd get your well, one year and I, then you like, deal it year to year. That's what I think. Like, I, I get, like, I get if he wasn't just, like, like, twisting the knuckle into the Leafs mm-hmm. and, like, trying to, like, fight for that cap space. But, like, but that's what he's, like, I can get, like, if he was casting his net wide and just, like, yeah. throwing shit on the wall and see what sticks and he didn't have, like, care where he was going... But, like, if he wants to be in Toronto so bad, like, this is what... Like, I understand for Nylander, like, there was, like, his dad, there was him, there was, like, everything that was, like, fucking things around. And it was also, like, kind of... With Nylander, it was, like, is he an important part of this team? Yeah. Like, I think the casual fan, and usually I think every fan could see... I don't think anyone's placing Nylander... Ahead of Marner as a as a core player, yeah. Like I think they're both excellent wingers. I think they're kind of equal, pretty much. Yeah. And so, but I don't think when that whole negotiation was going on last summer with Nylander, it was more so like should he get paid like five million or should he get paid eight million? Yeah. It was that range. It was yeah. that B level range, no matter what. Oh, absolutely. Now with Marner, it's like this fucked up like superstar range like should he be one of the best, highest players in the league highest paid players in the league or should he get like pretty equal like 9 mil which is still fucked to think about that's on the low end yeah where it's well, like absolutely. 9 mil and, but you'd think though like like so 
you take Nylander as a horror story. Like you saw his, like you saw how long he held out for. Yeah. You saw what happened, and then you saw how it affected his game, and it took him all season or the remainder of the season to basically um, to go back and like yeah. get his get his legs behind him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's and he never fully caught up. Like even in the playoffs, like he was kind of he was still rusty and never like was trying to he was pretty much always trying to catch up. Yeah. And that's what kind of led to his poor season. But so like, you think Marner would take that as a horror story and be like, "Well, shit, I don't want this to happen." Yeah. Like, imagine he signs this massive contract and then he has like a like a fifty point season next year. Yeah. Like, how fucked up that look? Like, yeah. What the fuck are we paying this guy 10.5 10. or eleven million for? Exactly. So, I think the better this gets done, and then we could just everyone on the Leafs is paid. The next thing that we have to really worry about is t- Dermot's contract. Well, their their top nine is going to be locked up too when they have uh, Marner, right? What was that? Yeah, like you want to captain, <laughs> and then your bottom five. six is, or your bottom three even is, you know, the fourth line. Exactly. It's like you can take more care. and more and fucking whatever. Like it's, I and yeah, I don't know, man. I yeah. just. This Marner shit is just, it's so exhausting. It's like the Nylander stuff before. That's what I mean, but like, I hope. But it's even, I think it's even worse now because you're now and you're getting to like a full off. Like, there's nothing else going on to distract. With Nylander, like I already said, like with Nylander, like worst case is that he's getting a slightly overpaid for being what kind of player he is. And I wrote something during that was like, Arguably, like comparing him to, into contracts and what he brings, all his underlying numbers of he's, how he's he affects goals. Worth, yeah, he's an eight million dollar player, and that's what I just said. Like mm-hmm. he's that. It is kind of worth that much, right? Um, and like, and then he got paid less than that. I was like, okay, sick. Now yeah. with Marner, some weird like bullshit where like I think Marner is like a nine million dollar player. Like honestly, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and again, you're saying resumes where it's like he's had three years in the NHL. Yeah. And he just broke out massive last year, and it's because he got to play with one of the best. Well, that's what I mean, like, right? Like, that's the, the. Yeah. Like, it's not until, like, Matthews and Tavares and everybody came around that, like, obviously Marner's rookie year, like, he was exciting to watch. Yeah. But, like, no one really spoke about him outside of Toronto. Like, he was just... Not this, not this Not this fucking crazy. Yeah. What's the um, question that you have in the mailbag? I don't want to talk about Marner anymore. Yeah. It's going to make me depressed. Luckily, it's not. He's a baby. He's asking for too much money. Yeah, the question is, like, what do you guys think of Mitch Marner's (laughs) contract disputes? Listen to the last 20 fucking minutes of the podcast. And then I jump in front of a car on Spadina. (laughs) Uh, It's from our lovely jazz boy. Jazz boy, Bryn Hughes? Bryn Hughes. (laughs) I knew it. We got the jazz. We have to, we should get him on the podcast. I'd uh, love to get Bryn on and talk just, about music that I don't really know yeah. much about. I'm like, jazz, so like Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> That's the shit that I like. Uh, the dire straits. Uh <laughs> says, why are the Canes going to miss the playoffs next year and then fold and move to the <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, good question, Bryn. Um I don't know, like what did you guys think of this Dezingle move? I love it. I like it too, dude. I was talking with Caden uh, Ombudsman. I only recently other... found out what an ombudsman is. Yeah. So it's good that there is one for the Canes. Yeah, Kane's he's ombudsman. he's one of the best followers on Twitter. But uh, I agree. Um, I was kind of talking to him like briefly, and then 
it was just like about how the Canes like actually I think improved like this yeah this offseason because like they're well, they able to get Ajo from Montreal well yeah, yeah. it's like nothing and then like <laughs> and then their, their lineups are insane like defense you don't have to touch it at all no nah, they got rid of Don but then like they're gonna get if Fleury Don was playing like sec- third like bottom mm-hmm. and then they re-signed Fleury to a one year deal yeah and then there's also Jake Bean still like yeah. hanging out there's like they have the depth of young guys to mm-hmm. like kind of balance out on the left side like and like Pesci's like playing on his offside whatever yeah um, hey it's me Brett Pesci hey and then like but they're with their four group they kind of like shirt up Aho Dzingle uh, like McGinn McKegg like yeah McKegg is like a real difference McKegg's maker their, for them too yeah it's their fourth line center <laughs> number 69 um, number one in the program yeah. no I think McKegg actually <laughs> I said that wrong doesn't matter I think McKegg signed with the Rangers ah uh, whatever he did um, with Hertford yeah, but uh, I don't know. And, like, they kind of got just better. Like, they're steadily improving. Like, these little, little moves, like, are adding up. Like, Dezingle for the next two years at, what, like, 3.3 or something? Yeah. Like, and then it's, like... Which is less than, I think, what a lot fucked. of people expected him yeah. to Didn't he score, like, 20, 28 goals last year or something? He had a good year, man. Like, yeah, like, these little moves just, like, kind of getting on their, like, cap situation and, like... Uh, like, Sveshnikov will take up another whole year. Like, Stahl is one of the most underrated centers in the league, honestly. Eric Hall, I they think. They got that Eric Hall trade. I think that's a really good trade that, for them. Yeah, they're so deep they, in there. Like, it's fun. Like, we got their fourth line could use a little bit more. Like, Fogel, I like Fogel, though. Fogel and McGinn are pretty good. But, like, yeah, I, I, I think they're honestly. We have Dougie Hamilton. We have Justin Falk. Their D line is so. I also love their like, stuff. Justin Falk is okay. Like he kind of fucks up a lot. Yeah, he's like kind of less offensively talented. I, don't know, I, think, I think they're gonna be. But like, do you find that when uh, Justin Falk and Jacob uh, Slavin are playing together that? Jacob finds himself slaving away to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so Justin Fox is one of those players that, like, people don't really know outside of, like, Carolina that, like... I think people know he's good, though. He's yeah. not... No, 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 no. No. Know that he's bad. Like, every, oh, every Canes fan... Precisely your point. Every Canes fan that I follow fucking hates Falk. Like, they think they, they, he should get traded, like, immediately because they've been watching him for way too long. Like... Yeah. And he's kind of just been, especially this year, where he only has one year left on his contract. I like uh, Gustav Forsling. Man. He's a sweet boy. I forgot Justin Falk looked just like Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. Holy fuck. Um, quick question. What do we think of... Uh, Who's the hottest Carolina Hurricane? Dougie Hamilton. Oh, the stall, man. It's Dougie Hamilton. No. Uh, Tavo Teravainen's, like, pretty low cute. Key, low key, Jordan Martinuk. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that Jordan Stahl isn't the hottest? <laughs> Maybe the hottest of the stalls. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He probably gets stalled the girls. Holy <laughs> 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 fuck. Yeah, like Doug, Doug the Their canes are good for a very long time. I wouldn't be surprised that. Okay, this is another thing that's like quickly newsy. Yeah, uh, the the betting odds came out, and Carolina's at twenty to one to win the East. Jeez, that's a big odds work. But is that a, is that good? That's is low. That... Like all, they're on the same level as the the Habs. Interesting. And like Ottawa was like only thirty to one. 
Like, look at think <laughs> of that. What the fuck is that? This is my friend Emmett posted this photo and it said, "All right, who took my peyote?" Oh my god, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Oh my god. Um, there's something going on upstairs. Is that the ghost? Yeah, that's the ghost. We should get the <laughs> fuck out of here then. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening to episode 50, the Antoine Vermette episode, or the Corey Crawford episode with less post concussion symptoms. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> In the meantime, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Take Off Hosers. You can follow me at CF Killings War. Ooh. Just CF Killings right with the TH at the end. <laughs> Not enough characters. You can also follow Thomas at No Salary Retained. No E in Retained. <laughs> and you can follow Carter at Carter Lupel. No. I'm, He's coming back. I'm not coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> no way. We'll be back next week, Those guys. Burners. Thanks for listening. Thank you, TLN. Thanks for all the Thanks. support, guys, yeah. to another 19 episodes. 69. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. And then we're fucking out of here. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.